Step right up. Get your food. That's right, food. It's cold and disgusting. That's right. Get your food right here. Uh-uh. I'm the sports sports prison cafeteria worker. <laughs> oh, so that wasn't spitting. That was uh, ladling the slop into the bowl. Yeah, ladling food slop into the bowl okay. and being rude about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what a prison cafeteria worker is like in my mind. Yeah, at least on the television. At least on the television, which yeah. frames 90% of what I think about the world. Right, exactly. Um, because I haven't experienced prison. Yeah. And won't. And won't. Lord willing. Yes. Hopefully. Oh, my God. That's my worst nightmare. That'll never happen. No. Actually, another great sports sports episode is coming right up. Can you believe it? No. I, I mean, I can believe it because I know this one is a good one for a fact because I was there when it was recorded. That's right. And, you know, we <laughs> don't have much to talk about because we've both been sick. Yeah. It sucks, man. I know. Being sick stinks. I know. The older I get, the more... Uh, being sick launches me into, uh, you know, a very uh, deep depression of just about the world and yeah. my place in it. How frail we are. And how frail, <laughs> yeah, this disgusting lump of bones and skin and juices. Stop it. Yeah, that's what we are. We're I bones know. and skin and juices. I know. And it's sick. It's sick. And we're all disgusting. Oh, it's sick. Yeah, and we're both getting over weird colds. Yeah, it sucks, man. And, uh, yeah, that's all we had to say. We've been watching a lot of basketball, a lot of baseball. Watching a lot of TV. Yeah. I decided to watch Avengers Infinity War, Infinity War without um, watching any of the Avengers movies at all. I've never watched one, and I went for the last one. <laughs> I think that's the only way to do it. Uh, I Yeah. My strategy was to not watch any of them at I all. I know. <laughs> And not even the last one. So uh, that way, anytime, for you. anytime I see a tweet or a headline that has anything to do with Avengers or Infinity or War, I can just <laughs> skip right past it. And guess what? I got another extra couple seconds on in my day. Exactly. It's great. <laughs> I'm getting so much done. <laughs> well, anyway, we got a great episode. We're just going to get to it. Uh, our guest today is Darren Miller. Yeah. Who is very wonderful, very funny. Um, he wanted to talk about being a self-conscious Boston sports fan. Finally. Yes. And there are plenty of them out there, folks. There are. They it's get important it. to know that just because they're not the loudest voices doesn't mean they don't exist. Yes. And Darren, I think, frames it really well. Uh, he's very self-aware. He is. Um, I think self-aware is, is might be a good term, too. Yeah. Self-conscious yeah. might have some negative connotations, but self-aware might even be a good good way of putting it. Um, Darren is so funny. Uh, I met him all the way back in the UCB days mm-hmm. um, of the mod uh, mod teams in UCB. Uh, but right now, Darren, uh, he produces and writes comedy videos for Funny or Die, um, a place where I used to work. Right. Uh, and he also... Uh, Produces short films for his production company called Big Mischief. Yeah. And you can see him at Darren D. Miller on Twitter. Um, if you want to learn more about Darren and his Boston sports fandom and whatever else he's doing in his life. Exactly. Just check out Twitter. Yeah. That's how you do it these days. <laughs> it's 100% true. Yeah. So we'll get to the episode. Uh, this is, uh, you know, it's another week. 
baseball season's here. It's NBA playoffs. I, I know. Everyone's enjoying their sports times. Yeah. I definitely am. Well, especially now that I've been sick. I have a lot of time to enjoy these times. Right. That's the one good thing about being sick is all the movies you can catch up on, the TV shows, and the sports. Ashley's coughing. She's still... Yeah, she's got to walk away, folks. She's actually walking away because she's got to cough it out. Anyway, that's the end of this intro. This is Sports Boards. And welcome to Sports Sports. <laughs> Yay. Hi. Hi. My name is Ben Wheatmarsh, and I'm sitting next to Ashley Chavez Wheatmarsh. And yes. Ashley, welcome to Sports Sports. Ben, welcome. Thank you. You're uh, very welcome. Yeah, we were just talking about, uh, you know, diets with our uh, with our guest, who yeah. we will introduce in a second, mm-hmm. um, as we were scarfing down tacos and enchiladas. The only way to eat those foods is to scarf it down. Yeah, yeah, and then not worry about so good. if it's for your diet or not, no. you know, because... And it, like, kind of is, because it's very well-rounded. Yeah, you talk... Your yeah. cheeses, your meats, your carbs, your vegetables. Exactly. Your rices. Right. Um, Legumes. You, If you go to a taqueria, anything you order yeah. is going to be hit all the food groups. Exactly. Your rice food Burritos group. are the pyramid in a wrap. Yeah, yeah, why and the wrap I... is the biggest part of the pyramid. It makes sense. It's the skin. Burritos are the perfect food. Exactly. I've, I feel that same way. Yeah. I think a burrito is the perfect food. Yeah. And I eat probably five a week. That's so. true. That's <laughs> so, actually 100% true. <laughs> I do. I eat burritos at my work, and then I come home and I eat... Well, I eat enchiladas here a lot of times, yeah. which is just a skinny burrito. Skinny burritos covered in cheese. In Maybe cheese. not the cheese and healthiest... Sauce. Version of the burrito, but still a burrito, nonetheless. Still a burrito, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think burritos are amazing because Same. you get to hold the thing in your hand and then you just eat it all and then it's like you don't and have anything gone. left. I mean, it's also zero waste. Let's talk about the environment. Yeah, zero waste. Anyway, you eat your plate. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, eat your plate. And we're not talking bread bowls. No. Those are disgusting. <laughs> Those are delicious. Bread bowls are a perfect example of how... White people get it wrong every time. <laughs> bread bowls are so good. That's insane. But really? It also you like bread is, bowls? I love bread bowls. I've never I had one good bread area. bowl. Sourdough bread bowls filled with clam chowder? Oh, I guess, yeah. I guess I've only eaten, you know, bad bread bowls. I didn't know there was such a thing as a I, bad bread bowl. I, I feel like the, the middle is just like, so you finish chili in a bread bowl or soup in a bread bowl, yeah. right? Yeah. Is there anything else you would get in a bread no, bowl? No, that's it. Um, jambalaya jambalaya in a bread bowl yeah anyway the then the the bread is good that's on the inside that was touching it but the outside is so hard well you don't have to eat that and crusty give that to the birds well then you're not eating the whole thing but you're giving it back to the earth yeah (laughs) well all that makes sense i would rank burritos (laughs) over bread bowls personally okay bread bowls all the way at the bottom why don't we bring in our guest okay. to see what he thinks about it? <laughs> Weigh in, please. Yes, our guest today is Darren Miller. Darren, how you doing? Hi, I'm great. I'm happy to be here. And you were motioning a lot during the bread bowl discussion we were just having. Yeah. Uh, where do you what stand are, on Yeah, where bowls. do you stand? I have strong opinions on this and all food. Uh, <laughs> I'm 
strictly pro bread ball. Okay. Man. Because of New England clam chowder belong- yeah. going into a sourdough. I mean, is that not the perfect marriage of East and West? Yes, yes. I mean, sourdough? Yes. Oh, man. It bridges across the country. And I've yes. had great bread bowls where you get the clam chowder and it's not, it's like crusty and like crunchy on the outside. The outside is not an issue. It's just good. Yeah. Wait, you it's eat the outside? Good. So you still eat the outside? Or? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'll eat anything. Well, yeah, I mean, it is bread. Hey, it's uh, delicious. Hungry, yeah. <laughs> if you go to the right place. Yeah. yeah, I guess I've gone to the wrong place because every bread bowl I've ever had, it feels like it's just stale bread. You know who's got a decent bread bowl? Disneyland. Whoa! Right next to the Pirates of the Caribbean, you can get. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I right. mean, do you want to eat hot clam chowder at Disneyland out of a bread bowl? You know, probably that seems not. Like a once in a lifetime experience. <laughs> but you can, and it's not bad. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, get on Space Mountain, and scarf down some. Yeah. Uh, Here's your Throw it up after. Uh, I would love to show up at <laughs> Disneyland with a big group, and everyone's like, "What, what ride should we go on first? And I'm just like, "Shut up, everybody! <laughs> I'm here for the fucking clam chowder." Not yet. Bowl. I'm here for the clam <laughs> chowder in a bread bowl. It's not bad. Oh man! I'll say it. Yeah. Um, so as we alluded to earlier, uh, Darren is here to talk about Boston, not clam chowder. But I will. I'm happy to. Yeah. If we want to just keep talking about the yeah. clam chowder. <laughs> well, if you can weave it in and out, that's fine, too. Uh, but Boston sports, New England sports. Yes. Um, Darren, what we usually do to get started is uh, ask your history with sports, uh, if you played some sports, and uh, especially if you are a fan of certain teams at all. So take it away. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, thank I've you. I've heard of every episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank uh, you, God, Thank Darren. you. Yes. Uh, so I'm very excited to be here. And I just explained to you what happens in the podcast like an idiot. Uh, well, earlier. you're also explaining for the listeners. Yes. Right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, true. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I almost said viewers. That would have been weird. <laughs> I uh, do that all the time. Really? <laughs> and I never correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be good when the live stream is set up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, the answer is the same for both, really. Like, my, my teams are all the Boston sports teams. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Boston. Um Although, since living in L.A., I've sort of happily adopted the L.A. teams as my sort of second favorite teams. And LAFC has surpassed the revolution for me. They are oh, wow. Fun. Soccer team. Yeah. And that makes um, sense because LAFC is, like, cool and fun and exciting. Yeah. Cool uniform. And it, it was really cool. Actually, I was very, like, around and engaged when the revolution first started. And it's cool to do that with LAFC. Oh, sure. Cool. I remember I was I must have been so young, but I remember when like they started the MLS. It was Wait, like, the Revolution right. was was an original. It MLS was an original team, team yeah. Oh wow, and that was like '96, right? Maybe that sounds right. Something yeah, it was like mid '90s. It was mid- definitely right. mid '90s was like the prime of my sports childhood. Yeah, because like, yeah. that's what there was also like a go- a really good Olympics and World Cup around then. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, that's underrated. How and the World Cup was, was in. Well, actually, both were, we're in, in America. Exactly. Yeah, and I went. To, I got to go to a couple of World Cup games. Oh wow! Was that that was ninety four? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it's right. It's got to be right because it was the Atlanta Olympics. Yeah, Atlanta okay. Olympics. Atlanta Olympics was ninety six. Did okay. not make it to the Atlanta Olympics. I know. I didn't <laughs> either, which is a big regret for me. That was like, oh my god, what was that? That was like Michael Johnson, was that his name? Michael Johnson, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the gold Nikes? World record yep. in his gold Nikes oh, in the man. 200 and 400. Man, that was a great, I think that was oh, Carl boy. Lewis's last Olympics, I believe. That's like when they eclipsed. 
kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that a was Flojo a- too, right? Because I remember yeah. the nails. I believe Flojo was yeah. in the '96. Yeah, I mean, that's it, a tough Olympics to yeah, be. Yeah, the '96 Olympics so were about as good as it gets oh, Olympics man. wise. Was that Carrie a- Strong? Could that possibly be true? That's no way. Um, because oh. it was the most like important. It might have been Olympics of my life, I believe. Yeah, where it was just. Everything and then the Winter going. Olympics before or after that was Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. They did like, they, they did a special thing, right? Or did they just start doing, they did yeah, something 96. every two years. 96 was Carrie Strug. Carrie Strug was 96 wow. too. Wow. So you're. Uh, That's really. <laughs> I did not expect I mean, to start with Olympics in this history. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, I mean, that's a revelation that I've never really thought of. Like when we were, it, we're all about the same age. When we yeah. were in our mid grade school years is when all of these amazing international uh, events yeah. were happening in yeah. America. Yeah. So we yeah. kind of took it for granted. I think no Olympics or World Cup has really stacked up in my head ever since then, the 94 and 96 World Cup and Olympics. It hasn't for me either, and I wonder if that's just nostalgia. But now it sounds like maybe that's legit. Yeah, maybe it's legit. <laughs> maybe America... <laughs> maybe no one could top it. American sports peaked when we were in fifth and sixth grade. Um, kind of. Back a million years ago. Anyway, we got know. off topic. So, but. okay, I grew up playing and watching most sports. Um, I I had a, uh, I have an older brother, and uh, b- both parents are really into sports. My dad mostly um, played basketball, baseball, soccer. The classic trio. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> tennis was really into... And then, like, all the other other sports, I'd, like, I mean, pick up football games, stuff like that. I was just, like, any sport, I'll I'll try it. I'll right, it. right. The one sport I tried that I was immediately, like, I'm terrible at this and I'll never, ever get it was lacrosse. I, it was, like, it felt like a foreign language that I could never learn. Was it pretty prominent? Because I feel like... No, I, I went to Coast summer camp, and, and a lot of kids played it at summer camp. Ah. Uh, and I was, like, mm, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not for me. But... Yeah, I was really into those sports. I loved watching Patriots, Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox, of course. Uh, and then in Boston, it's like, I mean, we'll get into it, but uh, it's the religion. It's right. just like, that's the identity of the entire city and everyone in it. So uh, yeah. I was indoctrinated. And uh, Well, real quick, let's... Uh, what... Uh, because we've talked to a few people now who are transplants from their city. Actually, most of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've become a bit of a Dodgers and uh, LAFC fan. Yeah. Any other teams? Or Yeah, let's see. Um, Does it feel like you're being a traitor? Or is it just kind of like... No, I've kind of enjoyed... Like, I just B. really... I think... I mean, the biggest reason why I love all the Boston teams is because I, I was from there. So now living in LA I want to have some like local pride uh and I think that's made it easier um there's no real rivalries that I'm touching on yeah that, yeah I, I guess like, they're kind I, of I removed. have gone to a bunch of Clippers games and really like watching them yeah I was gonna I was say you can't be a Lakers Clippers, fan, right? yeah I was very careful yeah. right yeah, yeah that makes sense <laughs> um, yeah well and also it's like because I want to see live sports and that's what's feasible I know I it's so hard being away I know, it really does and <laughs> I just can't bring myself to I mean, I kind of the closest I ever got was I did kind of enjoy the Mets. Um, 
yeah. while living in New York for so many I years. Did that a little bit too. It's just like it's just kind of sad. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly. yeah. It's kind of it, it was helpful that they were always kind of like the lovable losers, even though they went to the World Series while I was there. Uh, um, that's true. While I, while we were living there, mm-hmm. and yeah, were they when I was there? I don't know. That w- it was they went fourteen. Yeah, I had just moved here. Yeah. 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 So no, like, 2015. What am I talking about? Giants. Oh yeah, played the, Giants, the right, Royals right. in 2014, yeah, yeah. 2015. 2015. That's the Royals. Um, when the uh, the Royals beat the yeah the Mets. Anyway, yeah, uh, but I never could get into like actually saying I want the Mets to do well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I would go there and I'd kind of be like, oh, it's funny, it's just... and I had a few Mets fans friends. But I never really like it felt said like, I was a fan of the. It Mets. felt like the right thing to do to get behind what seemed like like the official underdog team, right? Yeah. Right, right. Um, which is connected to the whole Boston thing because that's fluctuated there, obviously. But uh, yeah, there's something kind of lame about it to me that I couldn't put my finger up. Like, part of it is also I got kicked out of City Field once. No. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh, the first time I've been there, this is City Field is the newer one, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. The stadium had just opened recently, and I went with some friends, and I was technically underage drinking slightly. I think I was, like, 20 and had, like, a beer. So that's what they eventually got me on. But really, honestly, what was, what happened was my friend and I were there for the first time, and we were like, let's explore. So we went to, like, the back corner of the stadium, way up high. Just so this is like, brand new City Field. Yeah. You're talking and about. we were just, like, hanging out there for, like, an inning. And we were like, this is a cool view. This place is cool. And then a security guard came and got us and was like, my security guard told me that like he saw you guys smoking up there. And <laughs> it it just like wasn't true. Like we oh just weren't God. at all. Oh wow. And so uh, we kept being like, No. And he brought us like down to the hallway and was like shining a he was shining a flashlight in our eyes and was like, Look at your eyes, your eyes are dilated. And I was like, No, they're not. Like, so he thought you were smoking, <laughs> yeah, what? smoking weed yeah. specifically. Oh yeah. wow, that's weird. And I was like, I showed him. I like, we don't have any. Like, you're just making this up. What's yeah. ha- I don't know what's going on. And then he was like, I smell beer on your breath. Have you been drinking? And I had to be like, I guess so. But that's not why. Like, I that's know. not what this is about. So uh, it was. It was two of us, but we were there with a bigger group. So we had to like sit outside and wait. Oh no! And they, they were down one nothing, and we like waited. We were sitting outside the stadium and just waiting, and then we heard them <gasps> no. come back in the ninth inning and win. Oh man! And then yeah, it was dumb. So that <laughs> that's always I think made it like hard to be a real Mets fan. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean when you start off on that wrong foot, yeah, I'd be bitter too. I wasn't smoking. <laughs> oh my God. Just, Even the such a weird experience. Are such so meddy about things. Yeah. Well, I so I recently. I recently got um, uh, in a in a bit of a in a bit of trouble at the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium when we went the other day. I didn't get in trouble, I guess. Oh yeah. But I had a weed pen with mm-hmm. me, um, which is legal in the state of California. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Um, and what I've been doing now, I've gone to a couple Clippers game and, and done this, where it's just sitting in my pocket. I don't smoke it inside the thing, but right. it's in my pocket from before or whatever. Um, and when you go through security, I have put it in the little bucket, right? Um, just to see what they would say and see if they would, uh, you know, like make me throw it away at the Clippers game. They didn't, they were fine with it. They said, don't smoke that inside. And I was like, okay, thank you. I won't. Um, but at Dodger stadium, they took it away immediately. 
and threw really? and made me th- and they threw it away. So, and that's on me. And it was a bit of an experiment anyway because I I knew that there there was like a fifty fifty chance they would. Right. Uh, but I guess maybe because it's an outdoor stadium, they're a little bit more concerned with people just smoking willy nilly. I guess. I had a friend mm. who had a very expensive weed pen on him, and we went to a Rams game at the Coliseum, and he. They made him throw it away. Oh wow! He was so pissed. Yeah, yeah. Well, did he did he voluntarily show it or did no like it trip up? Oh wow. Uh, yeah, no, he didn't. So they wanted him, and then they they saw it. Yeah, wow, so. that stinks. Is that was that a situation where the ticket was almost, if not as much as yes. the pen? So yes. it was like fuck. And yeah. we paid for parking to t- and tailgate. Oh shit! Yeah. It was like okay, a bad it, day. you yeah. have to. It was, yeah. I, that was a bad day. It was so hot. Yeah, that's dangerous. And it was the season Ugh. before they started getting good. They were just terrible. Oh, no. We were just there because it's like the Rams are in town. This is so cool. Yeah. Let's go to a game. I mean, it was fun, but yeah. sure, but still. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, then I'll, I'll say just to wrap up the Dodgers. So Dodgers Stadium made me throw it out when I volunteered it. But then I put it, uh, then I just had it in my pocket the next time I went in. And no one, there was no well, issue they, at all. The thing about Dodger Stadium is that you can probably, if you show up to a game, a 7 o'clock game at like 3 o'clock, you can just walk straight in because security is so lax at that ballpark. It is absolutely insane. Like it's famously amongst MLB the most relaxed as that far as security sense. goes, yeah. The most chill, hey. The so most chill the- or like lazy and they don't care. You decide which one. But <laughs> I mean, a lot of times those lines blur uh, in, in general life. When it you're it chill depends or on lazy. how you want it to look. But I right. think because it was like maybe the second week and everyone was still like like careful about their jobs because like almost, it's opening month. You know uh, what I mean? Like oh, you have bet, to be yeah. like a stickler. They were really digging through yeah. my bag to make sure everything was good. You know, things like that were happening. Yeah, I'm sure that later in the season they'll be compl- yeah. they'll it's actually the same be chill for the security it. guards as it is for the players. It's new it's to everybody. Season. Exactly. You gotta have endurance. We're all in like it no together. Yes. <laughs> and they're all jacked up. They're pressing early on. Right. right. On steroids. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah. They're weaning themselves off of their off-season steroids. <laughs> Get tested in the Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Did I interrupt you before you port? No, I um, think we're we're talking about Boston. adopting. Oh sports. yeah, adopting. Teams. Oh yeah, but yeah, mostly all Boston, uh, all the time. Uh, yeah, nothing can touch the like the dedication to the Boston yeah. teams. Um, but uh, 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 we were talking about the sort of timing of when we grew up. That's sort of the gist of what makes me like a self-conscious Boston sports fan as opposed to just like a uh, proud, arguably arrogant Boston sports fan, which is, I think, more normal. Um, <laughs> uh, what people call mass holes. Yes. Yeah, I'll just I'll interrupt <laughs> real quick to when I asked Darren what he wanted to uh, talk about for the podcast. Um, he said self-conscious Boston sports fan. Yeah. So we yeah. haven't said that yet. He he did this so this <laughs> I brought is this on yeah he brought this i could we could have just said boston sports yeah. but no darren was uh, self-conscious well, because i whenever there's a shift in my life that uh, that occurred during my my fandom sure where um now when i reveal that i am a boston sports fan of some kind or i wear a red sox hat or something it's like it's shameful it's, yeah. it's loaded i'm it's, the villain now yeah it's yeah. very loaded and it when it first started happening, it really shocked me, uh, and I have spent all of the time since then coming to like very understand very well why that's the case. 
But when I was growing up and getting acquainted with these teams, they were all the underdogs. Like, there's a storied history, obviously. And I will say, like, I not necessarily, like, the assholery, but the dedication is backed up by, like, I mean, the history of all of these teams. Yeah. The... I, I, I would say, like, in every sport, some of the greatest players, moments, teams, seasons, accomplishments have Boston in the top handful of of anything. Right. I mean, yeah. like, some incredible things have happened there. So that's, like, what everyone's latching on to. But when I was growing up, they were all kind of underdogs and, like, making their way back towards the greatness that everyone, like, hopes for and expects. Uh, and then they got there, and it was really exciting and obviously, it's a privilege to say they, like all of the teams. Yeah. Got there. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what well, is It's crazy. It is a Cinderella story. The Boston sports scene is uh, yeah. true, like rags to riches to so much riches that <laughs> you don't know what yeah. the hell to do with it. Yeah. And there was riches before, which is, I think, why. I mean, like, the curse was. It wouldn't be. A, it, it wouldn't be a curse unless, like, they won five of the first 15 World Series that existed, I think. Right, yeah. It, w- it would just be like, they suck. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, it's not a curse. If they four, they'd be like a lot of other teams. Like, yeah, people who just suck at something aren't cursed. They yeah, just suck just like, at it. I don't know, yeah. figure it out, man. You've had plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, there's been, like, so... I... I they caught me at the end of all of their droughts. Uh, so Yeah, right in that sweet spot of what we were talking about before, right yeah. after the, the Olympics and the World Cup. Same. I never You're realized so I never realized, like, oh, my God, it's like, the perfect time to be like this person. <laughs> yeah. Like, I become, like, a really true fan because, like, I, I'm, like, into them while they suck. Uh, right. And then I watch them, like, somehow achieve the impossible. Yeah, right as you enter your teens. Yeah, your, and uh, I think there was a lot of love for Boston sports fans and a lot of, like, camaraderie nationally before the curse was broken. Right, because everyone or, hated New York. Yeah. Yeah, and it was so Shit. easy to hate New York, and they, they were the ones that people hated when you hated right. the team. And so it felt like everyone was on our side. We were the underdogs. We won. Everyone was so excited for us. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, man, you guys finally got to win. And then it's like we kept winning, and everyone was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, okay. chill out. Uh, stop acting like you deserve this. Kind of, like, act like you've been there before. It's kind of like when uh, – I, I remember, like, pickup games – I think it's most prominent in baseball, like a pickup, like wiffle ball game or something, or stickball game or something like that. Someone like sucks and then like hits a home run and then is like gloating around the bases, and it's like, come on, yeah, act like, yeah exactly. Act like this isn't the first time you've ever done. <laughs> Once you do enjoy it, but like, yeah. okay, we're here too. <laughs> chill, you know? man, chill. So I think, I mean, we we are a fan base that clearly had no idea how to handle victory, uh, and blew it, but. We've been enjoying more and more victory, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's been a conflicting experience. Right. Well, on that note, I'll just uh, just for you know the uninitiated out there, I have five things that you need to know about Boston sports. Does that sound good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go oh, okay. For it. Great. Uh, Darren and Ashley, please feel free to uh, to break in if you have any comments. Okay. All right. Here we go. Five things. First. The major pro sports teams in Boston include the Celtics in the NBA, the Red Sox in Major League Baseball, the New England Patriots in the NFL, which isn't specifically in Boston. It's in Foxborough. 
sure. the New England Very area, close. of course. The Bruins in the NHL, and then also the New England Revolution mm-hmm. in Major League Soccer. Darren, real quick, can you rank those teams in <laughs> order of mm. how much you like them? In my heart? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. And you can be honest if the Patriots are first, it's fine. Yes, they're not, they're There's, not. this is a judgment-free <laughs> zone. <laughs> if you like the Trump endorsed New England Patriots, <laughs> uh, we call them the Trumpiots now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, Red Sox, Celtics, Patriots, Bruins, Revolution. Okay, cool. That's great. Um, number two. Home of the Red Sox, Fenway Park is the oldest ballpark in Major League Baseball. Boop, boop. And yes. Fenway Park rules. That's the truth. Fenway Park That's absolutely rules. Uh, amazing. I've been going to all these other stadiums. I mean, not a ton, but I've gotten to go to a good handful of stadiums, and every time I just miss Fenway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's another level. Yeah. Ashley and I went there in 2014, I believe. Um, and we took a tour, and then we, yes. came, oh, cool. we came later. Uh, it was the off season. It was the off season, yeah. and then we came later on in the season and watched two games. And man, it was so cool. oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So no matter Magical. how much you might hate Boston sports or Boston sports fans, you should still go to Fenway Park because hundred percent. Awesome. I I would argue it's possible that you might. Feel a little bit more positively about about Red Sox. Oh, I think that's true. Out. No, I, I think that's a hundred percent. I think so for sure. Because because yeah. The the bright spot, the positive that it's all based on is like an equal number of people probably say that Boston has the best fans in sports and the worst fans in sports. That's probably true too. Very yeah. um, polarizing yeah. fan base. But when you're at a game, and this is not just Fenway, but like we'll use Fenway Park, people are on their feet. I've been to games where no one sits down the entire game. Like, the whole stadium. Packed. Amazing. People care about the game, like, more than any other live game I've been to in any other city. They understand it really well. Like, everyone's, like, totally locked in. Yeah. Uh, And they are just, like, they love their team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. A... They sort of like you. The emotion of the fans like comes through in all their reactions. I feel like I've I've heard like oddly specific emotional reactions at Fenway Park more than other places. That's just like not just like yay or boo. It's just like what the fuck? Like what the fuck was that call? Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. a little more. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it endears, it endears us a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. you feel like Fenway is so. Fenway is obviously a relic. It feels like you're in a magical land immediately when you walk through and then you feel like because i mean you're you're close it's a small park obviously um and it the seats are even tiny for little butts you just feel like you're which probably gets people to stand a little more often it's like i can't fit in the seat anyway got too big of a butt that's too big terrible stadium from the standpoint of just like luxury yeah Yeah, it doesn't have that but that is kind of what makes you feel like you're in the game as well like you're totally a part of this your voice actually plays a role it's like it's magic it's baseball magic they've done a really good job of maintaining also like the history that it's like they still do the manual scoreboard and the you you can't escape the like legitimacy of of the myth 
Yes, right. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, 100%. And then, I, I mean, I think in general, that's like the closest thing. I think like the closest feeling that I could equate to growing up in Boston sports fandom is like learning about Greek, Greek mythology, probably. <laughs> yeah. As, and maybe other people feel that way about other, other teams, but it, it, like that's sort of like, there's just like an intense legend associated with every team. It is like a huge part of American history. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, number, th- number three. Boston is the only city where all the arenas and stadiums are privately owned. Good for Boston. Did you know that? No public uh, taxes paid for any of the parks. Yeah, good for you guys. That's good and bad. Because it's also like a lot of like... Well, the way that... uh, Yeah, I would say it's... Wait, what's the bad part of it? Just like a lot, like just like a lot of concentrated wealth, <laughs> kind of well, like controlling yes, everything, yeah. and that's like kind but of a story like of Boston, it's good that it's right? Not, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I guess it's good in terms of like coming from Cincinnati, where the taxpayers have paid Absolutely. for the yes. these dumb new state, a new football stadium that yes. did not need to be and like eminent domain stuff. Yes, and yeah. yes. Though in Boston, I think people would gladly pay for something like that. That's so funny because that is else. the uh, that is the region where people <laughs> be like, "Here's all my money, yeah. please." Yeah, yeah, let's buy the new stadium, bigger yeah. and better. <laughs> Um, number four, Boston has the second most championships in the five major men's professional leagues. Uh, that is MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, and MLS. Uh, boasting 39 total championships all time. Uh, the, their second, the biggest winner city is New York City by far with 54. So it's 54 to 39. Wait, so I'm curious about that because we were just talking in our last episode, we were talking about the most championships in a region, and I don't remember the exact, is the Bay Area third? Is that what? Yes. No, well, the list that I was looking at was all time, but I remember that, and I looked up this decade, Boston has seven championships to Uh the Bay Area's six. That's right. So Boston has the Red Sox got up one of them last time. Because we've gone through a similar thing where it's like everything's shitty for a while, and then all of a sudden we're like hella good everywhere. Yeah. And And also, New York, it's not very fair because they have, although. Well, I I mean, the Yankees are carrying them, obviously, because it's 27. Yeah, because the Yankees have, uh, you know, 35. Uh, 35. Wait, isn't that, that right? That was 27. Oh, no, plus the Mets. Um, oh, got it. Yes. Wait. So, the Mets and the Giants. The number I know is and the for the Yankees is 27 because of the t-shirts they used to sell on the street. Exactly, yeah. You yes. can take your 27 rigs and shove them out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, this Wikipedia article says 35. They had had multiple teams. Even, like, I would say maybe even early baseball, they probably had. They well, had they the would Giants. count the Giants and the Dodgers as well. Yeah. Wait, the Dodgers... Oh. And the Dodgers. And the Dodgers, yeah. So that. Oh, wow. And the Dodgers had a couple, yeah. Yeah. They had a few. Giants had a handful. Yeah, so I'm sure that's that checks out. Yeah. Which seems unfair. I mean, like Boston only had one. Everything about New York seems yeah. unfair. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. mean, that's why we don't really count New so, York in a lot of things. <laughs> I think this list doesn't quite uh, isn't quite fair, but. Um, well, that's the whole. That's everything. I mean, that's I, yeah. The other thing about Boston sports is like. 
Boston in general just already has a chip on its shoulder because it's just like tiny New York. Yeah. And for some reason, we think that we're like just as good as we're. Obviously, New York is better than us. Yeah. As like well, a city. I mean, New York's just the best city. Yeah. That, that, well, that yeah, it's not fair. It's yeah. yeah, New York's the best city. We can't compare any of our cities. We to cannot. New York. No. Um, but you know, so Boston was thirty nine, New York's fifty four, and then third place is Chicago. Hmm. Uh, with 30. Chicago also has multiple teams, though, too, for... Blackhawks? Oh, no, no, they don't. Uh, what am I thinking? Of? Yeah, they do the White Sox. And the White Sox they Cubs do have a lot of yeah. two teams. Yeah. Um, anyway... Uh, Wait, no, they don't. What am I thinking of? Maybe I was just thinking of New York. Anyways. All that's to say, uh, oh, Boston's got a lot of Bulls. championships. Yes. Um, yeah, Blackhawks. And then finally, fact number five, which is an as much of a fact as more of a generally uh, agreed upon opinion is Boston fans are known as being everywhere <laughs> and being very obnoxious. <laughs> there, yeah. Uh, all you had to say was everywhere, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> Boston fans are everywhere, and they won't fucking go away. <laughs> And that's a fact. Yeah. And that's the fact yeah. that launches us into Darren's talk on being a self-conscious <laughs> Boston sports fan. And they are everywhere. I mean, you uh-huh. go to any baseball game. We went to a an Angels-Red Sox game a couple years ago. I used to drive down there any time the Red Sox were And there were yeah. so many Red Sox we, fans. They definitely outnumber the Angels fans. Yes, oh, not yeah. even close. Uh, and but that, to be like fair, even though Red Sox fans are truly everywhere. Angels fans don't really exist. So it's like right. people well, that too, live yeah. in the area or live around here go that are American League fans just drive down and yeah. see their teams play the yeah. Angels. That's right. That's true. That's yeah. true. So Darren, like when do you remember when it first happened? When the can you pinpoint like when the tide turned? On Boston fans. Good question. Because it wasn't right after 2004 when the curse was No, still had a lot of love. And then 2007, the Red Sox win again. I think people were still cool with it in 2007. Yeah, that's true. Um, This is good. This is like therapy. (laughs) You're not the first person to say that for this podcast, by the way. People come on the podcast and they really get it all out. I mean, okay, so 2004. Well, also both 04 and 07 were like, incredible run, like incredible world series yeah yes. i mean 2004 uh, is truly one of the most incredible sports baseball years or sports years the because of the, the LCS, 2004 lcs might be one of might is arguably the best moment in sports history I mean, Arguably. yes, I and I I'm loath to really... say that about the Red Sox and Yankees because <laughs> yeah, wants that. no but one wants to admit that. it, but it's true. It was when the tides turned, like everything changed after that. Not everything. I mean, I mean of course, the Yankees went to win in 2008, but like it or wait, yeah. 2009. I forget. Wait, what's Phillies that? in 2008, Yankees in 2009. Yes. Um, but it felt like the the power was shifting. And it was like, oh, wow, yeah, finally we're seeing this. Yeah. And, I mean, you still look at the amount of rings, and it's like, it, the, we're still completely dwarfed. Like, Who cares? We're, like, you could still kind of claim we're the underdogs. But, yeah, I mean, everywhere you go in Boston, my whole life leading up to that was like, the curse, the curse, got to reverse the curse. And right. People calling into the radio, just like, <laughs> ready to kill I themselves. I reverse the curse. every game. Like, I, and so, like, we've still, I think, haven't figured out how to, like, 
live as the same people in a different world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, guess, I mean, when you hoist that victimhood onto you for so long yes, that is what it is. it's tough to share you have like a legitimate claim to greatness and a legitimate claim to victimhood and then like you're pushing it when you like get a legitimate claim to greatness again and it's like yeah you better deal with this the right way <laughs> and we didn't uh i don't know when though like when i mean to me like i don't even think the the red Sox aren't the culprit necessarily i think it's here. when the patriots won like the second time maybe or maybe even the third i just looked it up so the patriots won in 2001 03 and 04 yeah so i bet it was like i bet one it, of those yeah but <laughs> but the red Sox hadn't won yet so it was at that point right. so Maybe right. after 2004, Red Sox win the World Series, and then the Patriots win their third Super Bowl in four years. Yes. Uh, yes. Third yeah, Super Bowl Rams, in four Panthers, years. Panthers, Falcons, I think. In 2004, they beat the Falcons? No. No. That, well, that was later. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't well, know. yeah, but like, I feel like when people hate Boston sports, I think – forefront of the mind they're hating right. the Patriots tom brady. yeah and tom and brady. brady and uh right i mean yeah, I, maybe i'm wrong the way uh, but it did start earlier than you would think with that i think i mean it was very easy the last few years to feel that way but it, i think that it existed long before that I mean, last year it was like, let me serve up this hatred on a silver platter. <laughs> yes. Everyone, please gather I mean, around. Yeah, Here's why could, you should hate them. Like, truly, oh, the wow. last two years of the Patriots. <laughs> been on top of it. Dude, now, like, we're going to get a public video of Bob Kraft getting, like, a tug job at a yeah. massage parlor. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he might be able to stop this for the rest of his life. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, it really, it's almost like you can't. And the way that Trump came along and, like, that was, yeah. like, see, he, he was really seamlessly woven into this Patriots yeah. uh, storyline. And it just is. Everyone was kicked while they were down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, Darren, yeah. I don't. Like, I... I feel bad for people who are <laughs> Patriots fans who who aren't like obviously obnoxious assholes, mm-hmm. which every fan base has, obviously. Right. But like if my team was the Patriots, I would be upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be uh, I'd be upset at my dumb luck that like finally my team is, is yeah. great and then but they're the, interwoven with all this horrible shit. Yeah. Definitely the Patriots more than the other teams. I'm like conflicted when I watched like I like almost didn't care that they won the Super Bowl last year because it was like yeah but they've won enough and like yeah. it's su- I, this, all this no, stuff sucks I now. know like, yeah it was it's like so conflicting uh I mean what do you feel like just real quick because we talk a lot about it like uh are you a football fan in general hmm. I'm sure you share some of the same like misgivings yeah. about the NFL but like what's your status with watching football these days uh it's a drug i can't quit i guess is the best way to put it i would love to not watch it uh right i i think that you guys have put it well on the podcast so far in saying that like you can separate the game from the organization and i I, there are i have different problems with both like the health stuff is like the way the game works, you're just, there's no avoiding the fact that you're yeah. just like killing people. Yeah. Uh, so, Darren, real quick, what do you think about my idea, <laughs> my <laughs> role change one? idea, where they don't Ben's podcast? Like, yes, sorry, like football. 
The, no, the uh, no offsides. I'm really pushing for this because I honestly think it could save no offsides. No offsides. So all you have to do um, when we used to play this way on the playground sometimes. So mm-hmm. once a say a completion is thrown 30 yards downfield, mm-hmm. the receiver tosses it to the ref. The ref places the ball, and then they can, you can go however fast the offense wants to hike the ball. You can hike it. The defense just has to get on the other side of the line of scrimmage before they can before the before the defense can um, attack the quarterback or the ball. Does that make sense? Did yeah. I explain that well? You can't go until they go. Yeah, you can't. As the so the defense is running back to the line of scrimmage. The what happens if the defense. the defense is like making their way back and they happen to hike the ball and they happen to like already the be defense right can't. The yes, you can't. You can't touch the quarterback. You of? you have to go on the other side of. You the, have to like make it kind of like tagging up. Yes, it's yeah. a yeah, lot yeah, like yeah. tagging yeah. up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. which is which has precedent in the pro sports. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> there is precedent. That's true. Uh, a rule that exists in a sport. Yes. Yeah. We're on to something. So you. have... Have to. This is a legitimate um, yeah, proposal. <laughs> anyway, that's still. I'm. I'm. How I get more excited. This is because everyone's injuries? running. Everyone's running constantly, uh-huh. and injuries happen because people are stopping and going. They're stopping yeah, and they're ready they're to go, and they're launching at each other as fast as possible. But this will make it more uh, of like an endurance. Thing. If there's more running and more endurance and less bigger people, less stopping, charging. I mean, play rugby. Yeah, I mean, Watch it is them. making yeah, it more rugby-ish, for yeah. sure. It, it would make it more rugby. Um, which also anyway, we like, don't need to dwell way, on I this. I do Rugby's see Tom awesome. Brady thriving <laughs> in this rugby. world. What's that? I do see Tom Brady thriving in this new world, but also at the same time, it's like he's never going to be able to be... He's always going to thrive in whatever world he's in. I was just about to say, in, yeah. so there's no fucking, world where Tom Brady no. doesn't thrive. <laughs> no American world. world. I mean, certainly nowhere in America. No. <laughs> Tom Brady probably You would never would. make it in Europe, Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? Honestly, it's there is this constellation of things that are happened that happened around that time where I think Tom Brady and the Patriots ended up per- putting a face onto it. Where I remember going away, I was really into baseball in like high school and playing baseball, um, to the point where I quit other sports to play baseball year round. And there was a summer I went to like five different baseball camps and there were and one of them, a couple of them were like in New York. There's one baseball camp I remember where it was me and a bunch of Yankees fans uh, at Ramapo College in New Jersey. Uh, and it was, I was the only Red Sox fan and I just spent all day, every day f- arguing with Yankees fans. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like, in general, I, I think like, the main easy argument that I had as a child was like, fuck you, you buy all your championship rings. And right. the Red Sox were like right, real right. and they would develop a farm system yeah, and they yeah, have yeah, like yeah. hometown heroes and like And this would have been in heart like two thousand dogs and like they really like get it. Right. And then the way that we ended up winning is we kinda of just became the Yankees and did what they do. Oh yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I I think there was a period where it was easy to ignore that and be like, Yeah, well you kinda gotta do it. Uh but then the other end of that spectrum is, like, you are the, like, Steinbrenner Yankee villains. And, like, that's what the Patriots are. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the Yankees were in the 90s, like, is the Patriots today. Yeah. Oh, and for it's, sure. Like, it's yeah. so hard to deny that. And I wish I could, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if anything, they're almost like Yankees 2.0 because the hate is so specific. Because they're better. To 
What? Well, it, uh, in a way, I mean, they are more See, successful even. No, it's, it's right. <laughs> I mean, how many? The Yankees won what? Like three in the um, in the nineties, maybe. In anyway, the 90s? Maybe, yeah. Well, eighties, nineties, like right. Their reign, and then early two thousands. Right, yeah. early two thousands in that ten year period or yeah. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I feel like the hate is all on coach and quarterback. Mm-hmm. And you know, craft and owner, owner, owner. and like owner. you can't really yeah. name as many owners. At, like it, it's hard to like instantly, like you say a last name, you know it's the owner of a team. You know, like uh, owners are not as yeah. well known. Well, right, here's and Steinbrenner and Kraft are two yes. very well known owners. Yes, and that's getting back to the like. Here's the downside of the privately owned team thing: is you've got this concentrated wealth, and you've got this like kind of classic like shitty rich white guy. Yeah, right owning everything and it's like that's what they're gonna be like right but i'll tell you what um i would say i don't know for sure but uh somewhere between 95 to 100 percent of nfl teams are owned by shitty rich white guys (laughs) yeah Kraft just happens to be uh i guess the shitty rich white guy who ended up but he was also beloved for a long time uh i honestly couldn't tell you uh, aside from like when it got political, and obviously this weird massage parlor <laughs> <Yeah>. thing, <laughs> the tug job uh, like issue. I think everyone loved him, and he was like, the players loved him. The uh, I don't know, maybe it was all cover up, maybe it was all story. That's the same with Steinbrenner. Yeah, yeah. Players I'm, loved him. Team like city loved him. He was the hero. Wasn't he like notoriously? Like, uh, I guess, like, angry and aggressive and, yeah. like, Darth Vader-y. Yeah. Though. He was. He was. But people still were like, this guy knows what he's doing. He's a genius. He's a business okay. genius. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it's like, that makes sense. I respect you for this. And, like, even if, like, even though he was, like, kind of a fascist and was like, you do this, you do that. Everyone was like, I get it. You say this stuff because you know exactly what's going on. Perfect. I'll yeah. follow you wherever you go. Yeah. I think growing up, I believed the myth, and I don't know how it was viewed from people outside of Boston, and I don't know even if everyone else in Boston felt this way, but it was very easy to be like, we're the good guys. So, like, the owners of our teams are, like, the nice version of that. That was 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 always our view in the Bay Area. Okay. So. I was going to ask you about this, actually, because I feel like you're able to be very confident, unabashedly. Uh, Warriors fan, even though yes. they're so well established, is so good now. Yes, and I wish I could be that confident and just be like, "Fuck you, we're amazing." I know. I don't know where uh, this. Uh, I don't know why it's easy. It well, I know why it's easier because you guys exist. So Boston <laughs> exists, <laughs> so that the Bay Area can be like, "Well, at least we're not like this," you know. Yeah, but we it. are. Like it's like it's it's a different kind of uh, it's a different kind of attitude because everyone says, you know, like. New York has this, like, oh, we're always going to be good. We have all the championships, whatever, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. We'll make it again soon. Confidence. Boston has this, like, like, just like you're the victim and you're the champion at the same time. Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, if we're not winning, then it's not good enough. And I'm pissed Mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, like. Like understand there that are you're teams. exactly <laughs> you're crazy victorious, and then the Bay Area is just kind of sitting back, like we're chill, man. I mean, I don't yeah. know, we don't really care about things, but we do care about things so yeah. much. It's just that New York and Boston exist, so we kind of get away with this. 
Okay. Guys, I have It's not fair, but I have a very easy solution for both of your uh fan problems. Just win one championship every thirty years like Cincinnati. You know what? If I could space these things out, I would. Yeah, win one championship (laughs) every 30 years, people will forget about you forever. Honestly, Boston would explode. Yeah. Like, they they would riot (laughs) in the streets. Yes. (laughs) Never work for you guys. This city wouldn't exist by year 12. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Bunch of red-faced Bostonites uh, storming the city hall gates. That's what makes it so sad. It's like, look, there's so many teams that are like... Way worse off. Yeah. When, like, we don't win, like... Look at San Diego. They only have the Padres now. They're yeah. never going to win a championship Terrible. ever. Also, that's yeah. a great stadium, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, one yeah. of the best. And I went there recently, and it was like... One of the best. Oh, my God. It's, it's so sad that this stadium is so cool, yeah, <laughs> and they lose every count. day in it. Yeah, it is. It's probably the best um, or widest distinction between uh, uh, good fan experience and bad team it must be of right. any yeah. that i've ever of, of any place i've ever been to basketball arena or oh, man. baseball stadium um because they're just always bad i mean maybe they're gonna be good soon Machado, um, mm. tatis jr fernando tatis jr he's been hitting home runs um anyway yeah, those guys are so ballpark good and in no one <laughs> believes in them <laughs> yeah i know yeah they, but no one will ever believe in the padres being very good until, no. until it actually happens Mm-mm. Um. Anyway, so wait, did we g- come down on when the worm turned? On oh, I think it's like a constellation of things where uh, we did kind of start doing the things that I associated with our enemies and our rivals, and it's like at a certain. And I mean, we didn't win gracefully. We started being like, it's weird to to be the same, like. We got to win. We got to win. We got to win. As if we've never won it. Like as if there's a curse to reverse. Right. right. Yeah. Still. That's that's unique to you guys. Yeah. I do wonder, and I guess my theory on it, and I I have many friends who are from Boston. I like mm. Boston is is a, a very fine city, um, but I do think that the amount of like for some reason, and maybe this was like just in. Uh, this like period of time but like boston gets a lot of like um just media coverage like movies are set there tv shows are set there it's almost like outsized amount of like media exposure for how like big and important of a city it is (laughs) if that makes sense yeah the like the the myth of like uh the sort of underdog myth the media really bought into yeah yeah and now that it's stale the media is still there right and there's like all sorts of like movies set there yeah. and like tv shows and no like in i think maybe there was some exhaustion to that i think maybe just like all of your uh the departeds your goodwill yes. hunting yes um boston common uh, <laughs> it all became Boston, Boston Public. Public. Boston Public. Great show, by the way. I love Boston, I love Public. Boston Public. And by the way, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm supposed to or not, but I love no, it. No, <laughs> I loved Boston Public. Why? Yeah, Boston David Public. Kelly. I've I've talked to so many people who again. loved Boston Public. Yeah. It, was a weird it, show. it felt like it, it felt like a show that only I was watching when I was Same. watching. Same. Yeah, it didn't seem like parents. anyone my age was watching it. I think. I mean, Ali McBeal is the same creator. I think also was set in Boston, maybe. Oh, like interesting. Maybe he just sets oh, all his shows in Boston. Yeah. No, you know what? Uh, Fine. It's the same kind of thing. It's like this weird sort of like 
very serious drama and also very silly, dumb, absurd melodrama. Oh, yeah. I guess it is like the that's same. Boston Public is the same kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but so yeah, anyway, it, my theory is that they uh, there was a Boston exhaustion that happened in like the late 2000s. That's an answering to it. Yeah, Boston exhaustion. <laughs> they could be like a, a sort of punk band or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or well, ska band. That's the other uh, thing. Which is, is huge uh, in I think everyone's sick of the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Somewhat of an anthem for every single yeah. stadium, arena, whatever in yeah. America. Yeah. In Canada, I'm sure. Yeah, so I get that. That's for sure. I mean, and there's already built-in exhaustion just with them winning. Exactly, yeah. That like, just aided, aided the exhaustion. The feeling of, like, how about we get a chance is the thing that was endearing about Red Sox fans. Right. And it's like, you're supposed to be the ones that get it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, so I think it all kind of happened around, let's say, that five-year period when yeah. the Patriots came back. Like. Because the Patriots took a few years off for the Red Sox to win, gave them some space, and then started winning again. Oh, how again. sweet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the Patriots took, like, 10 years off. I, did, I was just looking at the... Yeah. But they were, like, I mean, but in the were AFC Championship. In, yeah, exactly. They were always year. there. Exactly. Yeah. Or really probably in the... In the Super Bowl. 2004 yeah. to 2014. They the Giants ugh. were not champions. Oh, that's See, right. I, they were, I mean, I was in New York, but they were also, like... I was the guy, like, hosting the Super Bowl party... <laughs> This happened twice. I, I twice hosted a Super Bowl party. I think it was the Giants. We lost the Giants twice, right? Twice, yes. yeah. Yeah, I ho- both times I hosted a Super Bowl party, I was the one Patriots no. fan and was like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh 2011. God, I wouldn't be able to do that. The undefeated one, I was uh, at oh, a yeah. Super Bowl party with that. a bunch of Patriots fans. Really? Um, and I was, you know, um, I they were like, a friend, friends of fr- of friends at that point. Like I didn't know them very well at that point, so I was like very uh, quiet about being happy that the Giants won. Uh, yeah, because they were very upset. Actually, the perfect season, the sixteen and zero season, I think was the warning shot we didn't listen to, the warning call we didn't listen to, because it's like that was when it was just like we we are achieving perfection. Look at us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. was like, yeah, this too is kind of cool. The sun. Yeah. Too close but like, to the sun. You should lose the Super Bowl. And yeah. then we were like, no, we must have perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone was like, well, what's going on with you? You're getting kind of weird. <laughs> that's exactly right. I think that's going. <laughs> yeah, that was the culmination of like full heel turn. Like when yeah. you were charging through the playoffs, undefeated, thinking it's your destiny. Yes, to yes. be undefeated. It at least was the fork in the road where we could have right. like taken a step back and been like, yes. "Let's be yeah. cool." <laughs> and instead, we were like, "No, we're gonna suck way more every year." Oh <laughs> right. man, yes. I so I think we we found. I think it. we figured it out. Yeah, two thousand eleven started winning, and it was like, "All right, yeah, that's right." It, it all just like kept wow, going. Yeah, that's and again, right. This is me like understanding what other people are thinking. I loved every second of this. Yes. Uh, yes. Until recently, I started getting more conflicted about it. But boy, was it fun! And yeah, that's just fair. Darren, for for my sake, I know we've had some fun here about how Boston fans <laughs> are obnoxious. I like you should be able to enjoy your own team's yeah championship. Yeah, exactly. Even exactly. if it is like because yeah. you didn't choose. The no. New England Patriots. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't choose where no. you were born, and you but. probably would have chosen New England anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, sure, you would have been a boss. Sure, if you had an like, opportunity, you. you probably would have done it. That's, but. Your, pers- that's your personality. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have I have had real like I have had people actually write me off when they find out I'm a, a Red Sox fan. I'm like, oh well, you're and a that's, joke. Yeah, that's crazy. And that sucks. I that's that. stupid. But I have to be very careful not to turn this into a situation where I become the victim because like that's the problem. Yes. So <laughs> and you I'm don't want to tread lightly, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, in those like to be fair, those Celtics teams like the early Red Sox championships were awesome. I mean, those teams were cool. Bronson Arroyo. One oh, of man. my favorites of all time. The only the only white guy with dreadlocks that you could yes. be okay with, maybe. Because he was I mean, before. Was, this was like kind of when Justin right Timberlake was. Or was it dre- no, it wasn't dreadlocks. It was cornrows. Yeah, it was cornrows. Yeah. Even worse, maybe? Uh, they're both bad. Uh, yeah. But he had a hat on to cover it up. Sure. Anyway, he yes. stopped doing that once he realized what was uh, wrong with I don't think he's ever realized anything. Or maybe he just decided anything. on a new hairstyle. Yeah, I think he was just like, this hurts. I don't want this anymore. Yeah, my delicate blonde hair. <laughs> also, have you heard his music? Yes, yeah. uh, it's pretty lame. Yeah, it's, uh, John Mayer. <laughs> but when you when you when you understand that he is a ten year major league baseball pitcher and he's also yeah. playing that music, then yeah. you're like, oh, that's right. a little cool. bit different. He's got interest. Then when you see that he pitches a ball at sixty eight miles per yeah. hour and he still <laughs> is able to be a major league pitcher, then you're like, oh wow, this is very impressive. Yes, yeah. and. and and did he stay in baseball maybe one or two years too long? Yes, maybe. Every but did we all love player. that leg lift? Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. I love Bronson Arroyo. I love him too. So oh, much. Good. That's um, good to hear. He's yeah. Good. <laughs> there is a lot to but also, objectively. Yeah, yeah. I Tim mean, Wakefield. Yeah, 2004. Oh my God, Tim great. Wakefield. Yeah. Only, like, uh, I mean. The best. Jason Veritek's the only person that can Jason catch him, Veritek. right? Yeah. I mean, also Jason Veritek. How could you not love that? Oh and you God. can't argue with David Ortiz at oh, this yeah. point. David Ortiz. Big Poppy. Can he's... argue with Manny Ramirez. Will argue with Manny Ramirez. But yeah. that's for another day. Honestly, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I've grown to love Manny Ramirez and his weirdness. That era of Manny, Pedro. Like, yeah. oh, oh, man. man. That was Pedro. cool. That was, yeah. And also the Celtics teams, for what it's worth, you could argue that they were a bit obnoxious, but also like... I love Kevin Garnett. Yeah, you're a big Kevin I Garnett love fan. Paul He's Pierce. the most obnoxious person of all. Yes. Actually, Rondo, probably. Rondo was the one person that I probably wow, would be those like, three I appreciate thinking, that yeah. he exists, yeah. but same. I don't know if I would want him on my team. All of them, though. The I Celtics in particular, I think, were the, were the players that, like, once that era kind of ended... And I started getting like other people's opinions about things. I mean, I was head down. I had to focus. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, I never realized that not everyone loved Paul Pierce and Ray <laughs> Allen and, right. and Rondo. I think everyone does kind of love Kevin and Garnett. Other players, he gets under their skin on purpose, but which is part of what I love about him. Yeah, yeah. that's so why we love The other players don't them. love him, but yeah. all the fans love him. Man, I love Kevin Garnett, and I love how he gets under people's skin in a very in his very oh specific God. way. It's awesome. He yeah. won't let he won't let you take a little practice shot after the whistle's blown. Yeah, yeah. He'll block He'll it. Block yeah, it. exactly. Oh, like, no, so much. that's petty. That's <laughs> the, just the right amount of petty for oh, me. Oh man, that yeah. is the perfect amount of petty. It truly is. Um, <laughs> That's you could the, call it that's practice Tom, every single that's time. That's Tom Petty, the perfect that's Petty. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Tom Petty, the perfect Petty. <laughs> um, yeah, so really, when you're arguing these teams, you're, we're really just sick of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. I, I came to find that a lot of people don't like Paul Pierce. Which I did not realize was a thing. Oh. Yeah, I guess that is kind of a thing. I'm f- I like Paul Pierce. I love Paul Pierce. Yeah. I, I get it like Ray he was Allen pretty arrogant, too. but I love Ray Allen. Yeah, I mean that. I don't know why I recently saw like what was it, two thousand eight, when they beat the Lakers. 
again? I don't know what year it was. When they when they first won again, that Pacers series, there's that famous uh, stare down at the three-point line that Paul Pierce has where he's kind of just like tilting his head back and forth and rolling his eyes. And it's just like, I'm going to shoot the three on you. I'm going to hit it for like 30 seconds. <laughs> and then he just does. Yeah, I mean, you can't like, argue oh, with that. I get that. That's why he's the best and people hate him. Yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense. And that's good. So, Like yeah. in a vacuum, that team would be awesome. It's just weird that they are now that they're lumped with the Patriots and the yeah, it's not fair. Kind of like, oh, remember Antoine Walker? Oh man, Antoine yes. Walker. Sure, not as many people remember him because he's not as good at yeah. basketball. Is, yeah, which is the game they played. Yeah, man. Yeah, remember, the Walker Wiggle though. Remember when? <laughs> remember when Rick Pitino was the coach? Oh of the yeah, Boston I do because he I was. What? Oh yeah, I didn't know that. He was so idea. frustrating. He sucked as a coach. <laughs> yeah. He was terrible because he it's couldn't like, relate to adult men. Like, I remember, yeah. I remember my dad. Smaller. I remember my dad being so disappointed in him because he was really excited when he first came to the team. He was like, "I think this guy is going to do it." Right? Because he's like really, like he's really he's really into stats. Like he can really like calculate. Like he can be really precise about what needs to happen. And they would show these clips of him in the locker room, like doing all this whiteboard bullshit. And it was like, this guy gets it. He like he's really smart. And then I just watched my dad, like, over the course of the seasons, just being like, he, they don't respect him at all. Yeah. This yeah. is awful. Yeah. Well, he was treating them like children. Yes. Uh, that's what I understand. Like college players. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He just sense. kept He just kept coaching like it was college. Yeah. Right, yeah. And he, um, the one other funny thing is uh, that I remember is he tried to do a full court press. Yes. Um, in the NBA. Which, which I was excited about at first because I love full court press. One of my favorite plays <laughs> right. in all sports. And I love it when a college team does it. It's yeah. so funny that it was such a failure. Uh, it just yes. it was in college when you have a team who can like press really well that's great in the nba yeah. it's a complete failure and he, he had trouble adopting like you could tell that he had these like perfect plans that when they didn't pan out he was like well, how did that not work i don't know <laughs> there's no plan b well, there's no parachute it doesn't here. need to be a plan b i don't this is supposed to work yeah uh yeah so he blew it oh, um, man. Oh, there you go. Self-conscious. And blew it again. Boston sports (laughs) fandom is is something that I I can only imagine what it's like, Darren. Um, (laughs) I I have no frame of reference for uh, a team that wins so much that you're hated. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, weird. It's it's a lot of things at once. Yeah. Um, Well, is there any other thoughts, any stray thoughts, Uh, Ashley or Darren, about this before we move on? If it's not clear, I have to say I understand the privilege. Uh, I'm very grateful to have lived through this, uh, to have witnessed some really great historical sports moments. I got to go, I didn't mention this, uh, on a whim, we watched the final game of the World Series this past year, and it was insane. Oh, you were at it? Yeah, we went. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, I'm still in massive debt. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, but it's <laughs> worth it. Uh, we, Wait, I forget. Was it at? Was it in Boston? No, it was in L.A. It was in L.A. Yeah, uh, yeah. We took uh, our then I think seven or eight month old son. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. I mean, born and, into it. I yeah, love it. that's awesome. Uh, and and is, it was incredible. I forget. Is, like the is your wife Allie? Oh, is she uh, from Boston? Or no, Boston? she sort of adopted the Boston sports team. She's from uh, Merced, California, in Northern California. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. So she 
It's like a weird. You're right it's in between, so you don't have a like allegiance yeah, to anything. She, in she was like an Ace fan for a while. Most people then... are because they had like like minor league teams in the area, I believe. Yeah, I mean, but also it's just like a lot of people in the middle of California are A's fans. Yeah, and like. she she's really I mean she's really into sports, but she's yeah. into like other like she got me into other less like she's super into long distance running and trail running and like she like follows marathon and ultra marathon runners on social media like wow. more than any other kind of person nice. <laughs> like she's yeah. super into that stuff. Wait, we should have Allie on the podcast. Yeah, yeah you should. Hey. Uh, she yeah she was co captain of the rugby team in college. Amazing. Oh dang, runner, yeah. rugby player. Yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, and I wasn't that into rugby, but then like I used to go to her games, and I was like, "This is awesome." Also, right. women's rugby was a great way to get into rugby because it's much more like gameplay as opposed to just like brute strength. Sure. Oh, okay. yeah. Like yeah. who overpowers who, and it's more like running plays, and like you get to understand Fun. how the game's supposed yeah. to be played. Um. Oh, that's cool. Amazing. Man, cool. well, that's crazy. But yeah, well, we went to the game, and it was oh my god, all, like a once in a lifetime. Ex- we realized once we realized, like, wait, this could be a once in a lifetime experience. We got in the car. I got tickets in the parking lot. Oh shit! Oh, shit! And yeah, we just went. It was crazy. Dang. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, if that happened to me, I I think I'd have to. I'd have to just put it on the yeah. credit card and call and just say, well, yeah, I'm going to pay it off. Figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. figure this out later. Yeah, we'll sell our TV. <laughs> our TV would not our be TVs worth it. Our TVs are worth thousands. It, we have hundreds of these TVs. Yes, this sports sports headquarters, uh, Darren, we haven't welcomed you to. Oh, it, but yes. Don't, it is so nice wonderful. to finally be here after hearing so much about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's everything I hoped it would be and more. <laughs> thank God. Oh, thank the God. shimmering uh, quartz in, uh, on the mountain, as they call yes. it. Yeah. A full-size right, right. jumbotron. Yes, full-size. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's the Dallas Cowboys well, it's, size it's jumbotron. It's an IMAX. It is an IMAX. It wow. Is, so. <laughs> it functions it's as really an cool. IMAX. I've yeah. loved watching myself do oh, this yeah, as that we Oh, yeah, it's that awkward. We do cool have our like, nanny cam set up, yeah. Yeah. and it's funny <laughs> every night, be, Every night before we go to bed, it's we like turn on the kiss cam. It's supposed to be a secret. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I'm not you are cutting this out. <laughs> did you oh, Did you propose on the, on the jumbo yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a private jumbo shrine. <laughs> I didn't do it in front of anyone else. <laughs> um, I just trained one jumbotron shot on the two of us. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, it's us. <laughs> it's us. Why are we on the jumbo <laughs> Well, Special, Ashley. Oh, my God, my hair. Oh, my God, I no. I had a question for you. <laughs> We've known each other for a few years now. <laughs> That's how I started off my profile. <laughs> We've known each other for a few years. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true, I folks. What I said is going to be private. So it's private. You'll private. Never, you'll never know. Um, well, that's great, Darren. Uh, we obviously wish you the best. It would be nice if uh, Boston and you know uh, took a few years off, maybe. That's of totally fair. Championship. I think that's the conclusion we come to. That that's fair. Yeah, I'm gonna hopefully keep enjoying them winning. Yes. I, I know. <laughs> um, so if you got some time, Darren, we'd love to play a game with you. I would love to. And that game is called Put Me In Coach. Put Me In Coach. Put Me In Coach. Put Me In Coach. I'm sick and tired of messing around. Put Me In Coach. Put Me In Coach. But what the heck should I play? What the heck should I play? Can I just say real quick, uh, I was wondering whether or not the music was going to be played live for the segments. 
And I'm not going to say whether it is or it isn't, but it's been cool to find out. Yes, please keep that secret. Uh, There's an NDA in front of you. Uh, Sign it. It is binding. We will prosecute. Darren, Put Me In Coach, as you might know, is a very simple game. We are going to name a celebrity or character, and Mm -hmm. you just say what sport that character or celebrity would play and what position or type of player would that uh, player be. Um, and this one is Boston themed. Ooh, so I picked three Boston celebs. Ooh, and we're gonna start with Conan O'Brien. Ooh, ah. famous Boston wow. area celeb. Conan O'Brien grew up in my hometown, went to my high school. Oh, wait, what? What he was, was my hero? Really? What city is that? Uh, Brookline. Brookline. All yeah. right. Wow. Brookline, Massachusetts. Yes, Brookline is sort of like it's a weird thing in the town in that it's. Surrounded by Boston. Oh, like that's a weird horseshoe like, thing. Uh, oh, Ben's mom's Saint, town, Saint Bernard, is surrounded mm. by Cincinnati, but it's its own thing. Cool, yeah. yeah. So they have and their we own trash lived like right on the line between Boston and Brookline. There was like a, a the nice part of Brookline, which we did not live in, but the so we kind of straddled the. I live up right by BU. Anyway, we can oh, go okay. on and on about oh, okay. the specific Fun. place I live. But yeah. <laughs> I know where BU is, so that makes sense to me. I mean, the whole thing was nice. It's great to grow up there. Anyway. Awesome. Brooklyn. Well, Conan, Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien Conan. is someone who knows uh, a lot about that. Where would he be? He's a tall, lanky yeah. man. Uh, red-haired, if that makes any difference. That's important. Um, I feel like he's very nimble and flexible. Oh, quick, yeah. but not strong. Um, he'd probably give away some strength in the post if he were to play basketball, for instance. Why not? Yeah, well, modern basket like there's all these like tall three point shooters. Now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would he be very all that different from say a uh, well, Joel Embiid's? I guess a little thick. He really he would. Thick. Like, a, yeah, everyone is so. But, like, if he, he could be. Compared, if you yeah. did put him on the court, yes, we but, would see how skinny he actually <laughs> oh is. That's yeah. true. Yeah, seeing Conan O'Brien on a basketball court would be funny. It would be very he funny. He would just look tiny. Insane. Yeah. Um, but, like, Kevin Garnett, for instance, is a sure. uh, skinny, quick, tall man. Um, but he doesn't need to play basketball either. Right. That's true. That's true. Swimmer, maybe? He's got broader he shoulders. It, it's honestly the muscle thing is really a, it really throws a wrench in everything. And also, he's a late night talk show host for for the last fifteen years. He yeah. has uh-huh. hosted his own show over and over and over again. So I think I know what I I, I have mine locked and loaded. You have repetition in mind. I have repetition in mind. Okay. Yeah. Do you have one, Darren? Yeah, You're I I, I think I'm trying to decide between two, but I, I uh-huh. think I got one. All right, go um, for it. I think uh, closer. I think closing oh. pitcher. Ah. Closing pitcher. He would be quite like a, a presence on the mound. Kind of a Randy Johnson tall. type. Yeah, exactly. Um, he doesn't necessarily have the strength to go like seven innings. Okay, okay. But uh, I think to like he he would come in and like give the hitters a different angle that they're right. used to for the rest of the game. For sure, and, yeah. Like, yeah kind of confusing, up here and then come down. I think he'd have some success. Yeah, close like that. Okay, well, I'll say mine just because it's similar to that. I was going to say starting pitcher all the Ooh. way. Whoa. Your okay. Chris Sale or uh, Randy yeah. Johnson type, um, one of those freaks who has skinny arms but somehow can sling that ball. Yeah, they yeah. Can really whip. super fast. Whip it. 
Um, yeah, so I would, and, and he, get, he gets out on that mound in front of everybody, just like when you're the uh, host it. of a talk yeah, show. Yeah, you have yeah. to be kind of a ham to you, be a pitcher. You've got to be able to yeah. stand in front of a crowd and deliver. <laughs> totally. Night in and night out. Yeah. That's or probably, every I think that is night. probably better. Although, I will say, a lot of times the closer is the, is the like, showboat. That's true. Yeah, they got the entrance music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they seem a little bit you. more. <laughs> they seem a little bit more rebellious to me. They Whereas be, starting yeah. pitcher has mold. like a tie for uh, sure. Is someone who wears a suit. Well, and tie. I don't know. Conan's been wearing those tiny leather jackets lately. He's <laughs> a little true. bit of yeah, a he's rebel. Really so yeah. he's changed from a suit and jacket to jeans and a leather jacket. So, and a tie. I don't know. Maybe he's ready to like yeah. do the he's string like, dance and then yep. pitch the ball. Yeah, I, man, I'd love to see him strike someone out and then do a string dance. That would yeah. be great. I love, Ashley, the, do you love have, the new format, by the yeah. way. I think he's doing a great job. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I honestly think... It doesn't need to be that long. It's yeah. great. and Because he gets two or three really good bits or sketches in every every yeah. every yeah. episode. Has one really good guest. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's great. Um, if you haven't watched Conan's new show, go <laughs> for it. Watch it. I wrote, yeah. a, I wrote a packet for it. They didn't hire me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Um, Ashley, do you have an answer? Um, I, I got obscure with this one. Ooh. Uh, just because it's been a while since we did a Put Me in Coach, and uh, I wanted to get fun with this. But I picked, um, and I think this is how you say it, a fencer. Someone that plays, oh. that does fence, because he's got that reach. That's brilliant. Yes. He's got a that reach, and he can be like a little nimble. Plus, he went to and like... And I've always wanted to do He went that. to Harvard. That feels like a very uh, Ivy League. Yeah. You know? oh, there's yeah. something. I don't know. How big is fencing in New England? <laughs> I don't think it's big anywhere, although I <laughs> yeah, did go to true. high school with a girl who became... I, I believe became like an Olympic fencer. Oh, amazing! So, or, yeah, it makes okay. sense. And like now, coaches like maybe the Olympic, like the national fencing team of some kind. I don't know. Amazing. It's, hard, it's hard when you follow people vaguely on social media. Right, like, exactly. Oh, this is cool. I don't wow, quite know what it is, it. but it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if fencing was big anywhere in America, it would be New England, though. That well, I mean, it feels very because, British. Yeah. So mm. you guys get the first Brits of things, sure. and uh, yeah, that's yeah. the way it goes. <laughs> um, okay. Next up. Oh, next up we have Barbara Walters. Whoa. Wow. Famous Boston area. I Barbara Walters. What the funny? I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> Try to do my Barbara Walters impression. And it's you have a famous Barbara Walters impression. Oh, well, yeah, yes, actually, crack it out. Everyone's expecting it. Of course. <clears throat> Just kidding. I don't. Yeah. I guess. A lot of teeth and maybe a little Doris Burke esque, but like yeah. with a Boston accent, <laughs> yeah. or with like a Mister Feeny Boston accent. That's like Ooh, yeah. proper Boston. I right, don't know. Right. It's, it's like different. you could be tricked into thinking it's British. Like this is a British person, right? Memory. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm from Boston. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> something. Yeah, that is what Mister Feeny was, wasn't it? It was yeah. kind of like a weird like. I don't know whether it's like it's a weird cross between like Boston and like proper and like twenties. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it was always yeah. confusing as to where Feeney's from, and I love that they made a joke about it. And they're like, "Well, you're from like England, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eric thought that Mr. Feeney was British. Yeah. Because Eric was dumb. Like Eric legally, was dumb. He was, was legally so dumb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if that show holds up. It oh, does. We we, we rewatched really? it. Yeah. Yes. Me and Ashley famously watched all episodes uh, <laughs> oh my recently, God. and within the past year, it was probably well, it was probably a year ago when yeah, we went through. Yeah, it was all about that. It's so good still. It's so. wow. It, I I'll re- 
I'm I'm willing to go off on a big tangent here because Boy Meets World is I think one of the uh, best shows of that time. Like I think it beats out all of the other shows. Like if you had to rewatch any of those shows, like even Saved by the Bell, or yeah. Yeah. Uh, all those shows, I think are pretty lazy writing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But boy meets world has some very funny jokes very kind of like meta before meta was a thing that right. every show yeah. did yeah um i it, it's very good it's worth watching it and, and then also the other thing i'll say about it is the fashion in boy meets world <laughs> is truly so bizarre that once you ben see can't it, get over it he really cannot once get over you it. start looking at the clothes that these uh, boys are wearing it's mostly boys uh with sean and uh eric and Corey. they're insane they'll wear just like gigantic plaid that's what everyone was shirts. wearing at the yeah. time <laughs> i i just can't get over it the hair is yeah. another thing but the fashion is the crazy thing anyway really the 90s in general was like so much weird shit that people yeah. wore with such a straight face yeah exactly. it wasn't like i'm trans something new it was like what these are jeans yeah, yeah exactly what do you mean what um, yeah there's butterfly clips in my hair my hair is sticking straight up this is just yeah, what we that's do my hair. Yeah. yeah this is my hair anyways oh, barbara man. walters barbara walters <laughs> <laughs> well barbara oh, walters oh. takes control she is interviewing she's sure. the one that uh drives the thing forward yeah um she's not reacting she's right Forcing yeah. the action. These are we're getting. Uh, this is a very helpful like dossier. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm trying to write a scouting yeah. report uh, on <laughs> yeah. the fly for that Barbara is what it Walters. Is. It's a report. Yeah. Um, she is also, uh, I would say, small, smaller than than average. <laughs> um, also, like coaches, refs, ah, front office, sure, all of that counts. Okay. Anything yeah. counts. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I do think that Barbara Walters. Uh, um, is like one of those like feisty aggressive. Yes, uh, we were okay. talking off before the podcast. We were talking about Dustin Pedroia, which to me is kind Aww. of a cop for Barbara Walters oh, in a weird okay. way. <laughs> like a very scrappy. I feel like Barbara Walters would be scrappy. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Aggressive, I, scrappy. I want to. I want to do like a full on player. It seems like it would be way more fun. I have mine. I have mine. Uh, Oh, you mean like a player? Like not mind. like a coach or a. Or oh a, yes, like, yes. I, it seems like she would. I, I can't get out of my head. I'll just say, I can't get out of my head. Like tennis umpire. <laughs> okay. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I, I think umpire. that's great. Yeah. Yes. But I like tennis someone, umpire is good because it's so specific, and I can see her sitting yes. up on that perch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like it. when players get into it with her, she'd be like really holding her own. Oh yeah, there's no yes. no getting past her. Yes, um, but it, it was, it, when you said Dustin Pedroia, like it seems so fun to picture her like doing like, like really intense yeah. athletic stuff. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I think one way of thinking of her is tennis umpire. I think for sure. Ashley, do you have one? Not yet. I'll let you go. I'm gonna go last. Okay, mine is, uh, I think she would be a very good pass-first point guard. Um, oh, yeah. I think she would She would be dictating what's happening on the court, uh, kind of pointing people around. Um, she can drain a, a mid-range jumper. She can drive to the cup, but she is looking to pass, uh, first and foremost. That Yeah, 
that checks out. I think that's that's sort yeah. of my game at my, at my best when I play basketball. Oh well. yeah, the pass yeah. first point guard. Yeah, uh, that, at least what I aspire to. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> I think that's uh, any kid. I mean, I don't know how you are, Darren, but I was a late bloomer and I was a little guy. Um, so I always wanted to be, and I loved basketball, so I always wanted to be the point guard. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, being a pass-first point guard, being a Jason Williams or a Stephon Marbury was n- maybe not pass-first, but yeah, just a little point guard. I always wanted. I to was be. totally the same yeah. way. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, all the best players. Um, okay, I have mine. Mine is not a choice because of her sex. It is a choice, and I'll explain why. But I picked a softball catcher. And I picked a softball catcher because catchers in baseball seem to be a little more like um, they don't have to be as vocal. They're just kind of like they're uh, I don't know. There's something about softball that is faster pace all the entire game. Yeah. Not necessarily the play, but the whole time there's a lot of shouting from all sides. There's a lot of like things going on. And That's I true. see her being quick and vocal and commanding. The team good. as a softball catcher. Oh wow, that's very good. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Okay, man. Yeah, I think a softball catcher is closer to a like a soccer goalie in that regard than right. a baseball catcher. Exactly, because yeah. there's something that's like calmer about a baseball catcher than there is a softball catcher, and not because things are frantic, but because so a lot of things shit. are happening at the same time. Right, yeah. right, man. Yeah, you've hit yeah. you've hit two bullseyes. Yeah, well, I've been playing this game a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been playing yeah. this game You're a while. the veteran. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, finally, put me in, Coach Matt Damon. <laughs> you know we had to. Matt Damon. We Damn. had to go there. With <laughs> I love Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, I mean, I'm surprised it's not Leo. Um, I'm I'm happy with the Matt Damon choice or who, Ben Leo, Affleck. Leo I, I thought for sure someone there would be like a departed character in there, so we have one, oh, but. Okay. I don't know. I don't Is know. Is Leo why. DiCaprio from? Boston? No, no, no. Oh, okay. He's from like. Where is he from? Uh, he's from like here. I think. I think he's from L.A. Oh God, here we go. Oh. He's from L.A. But there's something Bred that's into like it. he plays yeah. a lot of Boston things. No, uh, but yes. yeah, that yeah. would have made sure. total there's sense. There's something yes. that feels yeah. very Boston about. Yeah, he would still count as Boston themed. Right. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. I mean, but Matt you Damon is told yeah. me he was from Boston. I'd be like, yeah, of course. He yeah. Is. <laughs> Pretty sure he's from here. But Matt Damon is the how you like them apples. Yep. Full yes. That is the Boston boy. You're right. Yeah. Him or uh Mark Wahlberg would be your Oh uh, Wahlberg. Well that's like Yeah. I mean Wahlberg is Gronk and that's easy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Wahlberg is yeah. Gronk. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Let's just uh, fourth <laughs> yeah. this Which that'll be fourth. Wahlberg we could have is, skipped is the is entire conversation we had by just saying Wahlberg is Gronk. Yeah. And exactly. we would have gotten the okay, rest done. of it. <laughs> makes sense. I have a controversial I have a controversial one for Matt Damon Ooh, in that I'm same very regard. Excited that for made, this. It just made me think of that. If Wahlberg is Gronk. I think Matt Damon is Tom Brady. I would I would agree oh, with that. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I... They look kind of similar. Yeah. They're both, like, movie star-looking people. Yeah, like, sandy hair, <laughs> blonde-ish, yeah. uh, like, kind of good boy-looking, mm-hmm. square jaws. To me, it feels uh, like you can't give... Even though uh, Matt Damon is the person we're supposed to be picking, it feels like you... Are required to also pick a position for Ben Affleck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent true. Yeah, I guess, and Affleck. that's Wes Welker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd yeah. have to be the slot yeah. receiver, right? <laughs> yeah, whether Danny it's Hogan Amendola. or Amendola. I mean, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. 
Um, Chris Hogan's your, uh... yeah, Chris Hogan. Yeah, he's kind of the lamest of those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hogan exactly. was the shortest. Please include lived. me. Yeah, yeah. I was a slot Remember receiver. Me? For yeah, yeah. Every time Hogan catches a pass, it's just like, oh yeah, he's pretty he's good. good. Yeah. yeah, he's good. We're sleeping on this guy. I had him on a fantasy team one year because my partner doing that is from Boston. So she's oh, a yeah. big Patriots fan. And I was like, okay, I'm trusting you on this. And the whole time I was like following him with like eagle eyes. So got yeah, to know him a little why, bit. That's but. why I always, and I just, I don't know if this is, this is a lot of people probably, but I lose every fantasy, everything. Cause I always pick Boston people, which is, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Ben always yeah. picks Cincinnati. I pick Cincinnati for, Cincinnati things for everything. So yeah, yeah. And I can't help it. It's physically, yeah. I get sick. I get nervous. <laughs> I honestly get nervous if I like. We just filled out NCAA tournament brackets, and I it it makes me like sweat and get nervous to not pick Cincinnati. Just to think that they would win, and I did not believe. Oh my in god! Them. Right. Yeah, I yeah, remember that doing be, that. Yeah, yeah that it's was sick. You I have, have a sick. Throw yourself sickness. in the trash. Yeah. Okay. Well, I say Matt Damon is Tom Brady. Okay. It's hard to not just jump on board with that. Honestly, it isn't. And now I'm kind of like, and well, that's if fair we if pick all to. the like funny like uh, movie stars tied to Boston and made them the Patriots, that would be also a fun game. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. be very easy too. I feel yeah. like we already know Ben Affleck would be uh, <laughs> Chris Hogan. Would be Chris Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> what a funny choice. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. Leo would be Edelman. Uh, Edelman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's sure. Easy. Yeah. Jack would be. Uh, Are we just doing uh, just the departed? Yeah, I guess we're just doing the departed. <laughs> what Jack Nicholson? Yeah, he would be Bill um, Belichick. Bill Belichick for sure. But then who's yeah. uh, Alec Baldwin? Robert Kraft. Yeah, Alec Baldwin is Kraft. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Alec Baldwin is a piece of shit too. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Might as well because I'm already like in this in this catcher world. I'll pick him to be a baseball catcher because there's something very like stoke. Like he can kick your mm-hmm. ass. But he's also going to be a little bit quiet about it. He doesn't have to show you up. He's got like Ben Affleck, who's the starting pitcher, who's erratic and crazy that he needs to calm down all the time. Yeah, he's and also like ben the bigger Aff- brother. Yeah, Ben Affleck kind of feels like the cute boy to Matt. Damon's. Yeah, that needs. I'm crying all the time. You yeah, know? Like, Matt Damon's yeah. a little bit more the <laughs> like, the uh, kind of tougher, more like blue collar ish yeah. guy. I mean, it's funny yeah. to call Matt Damon blue collar, but yeah. it's like Matt Damon is the like. Um, I don't know. Anyways, go on. The, uh, like the authentic talent? Is that yeah, word? exactly. Yeah. Like he's around the around reason why. Yeah. He's the one that's good. Yeah. Um, oh, that's sad. Ben cool. Affleck's had a rough go of it, but he's also kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't I think he's him. had that rough of a go of it. He's made a lot of. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's doing great. Uh, he's I guess. doing great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So do you have a Matt Damon, Darren? Yeah. I'm going to cheat because I'll just mention no, and then move on. It's hard to avoid. Like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck should be like a tennis doubles yes, team. Yes, yes. But let's leave that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I think like a soccer midfielder would be okay. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. just because I, I think he has the kind of build that's like just like even, like generally muscular and, and well put together, and like could be have pretty quick, right. but also yeah, 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 yeah. He also just seems like good at kind of like everything not great at anything but good at everything yeah to me yeah. yeah so he'd be one of those like midfielder or like a shooting guard three jason, and d jason born i mean yeah, exactly yeah, I mean, good at everything the guy can move well, he can jump from building to building yeah. one of my favorite fight scenes of all time jumping and, from building to building and then beating oh yeah with a book yeah this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life 
I wouldn't know. I've that never guy's seen, from Boston. I've Not never yet. seen Not any yet. of the Bourne movies. Oh, Not man. Yet. And I'm going to. One of these days, mark my words, <laughs> before I die, I will see a Bourne movie. Yes. Well, folks, that's been... Put me in <laughs> Put coach. Me in coach. <laughs> I was going to say rooted or booted. I know. Because that's the top, what's at the top of my... Ah, uh, tricksters. Computer screen. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been Put Me in Coach. Darren, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking time out to talk uh, Boston sports. Yeah, thank you for having me. I yeah. can go on about this forever. <laughs> I, I, I can finally shut the fuck up now because yeah. we're ending the podcast. <laughs> I think that's what everyone wants, and I'm happy to give it. No, it was great, and it's great yeah. to get uh, you know a good... Uh, you know. Folks, when you hate Boston sports fans, you got to remember some of these guys and gals are humans who get it. And they well, were just thrust worse. into this circumstance. Yes. And I will say, some of us are complete assholes. <laughs> some of us just straight up suck. And that's fair. And it's important to point that out because yeah. every fan base has them, as we yeah. always say. Yeah. Um, from Cincinnati to San Francisco, all the way to Boston. That's true. Um, Everyone sucks. Our job is, <laughs> is to yell at the sucky people and yeah. be good people. Exactly. Right? Um, Darren, thanks so much. This was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a true honor. Oh, thank (laughs) you. The honor was all ours. Ashley, how are you feeling? Feeling great. How are you feeling? I'm feeling real good. This has been Sports Bar. Sports Bar.